you. So stay tuned. See if you enjoy it. My brothers are going to try to convince me that I should watch something that they both enjoyed. We're going to see if uh, uh, they can convince you that it's something that you should go see yourself. I'm joined today with... Brother Wolf here. By the way, season three, benchmark, more explosions. That wasn't quite an explosion, but y'all get the point. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. This is what happens when you let people touch the wrong button. In turn. <laughs> this, this is why I said not to touch it. Okay. Uh, neither here nor there. This is why NB Collins joining Brother Wolf and Rev Ross. So, Rev Ross, you ready? I'm ready, sir. Do your uh, best convincing, gentlemen. <clears throat> so, uh, you want to start it off with me, Brother Wolf? Uh, you were the first one to watch it. So, uh, go okay. ahead and start it off, brother. So uh, I guess part of this would be a shout out to Matt Pat, Matthew Patrick of Game Theory, Film Theory, Style Theory, Food Theory. The Five Nights at Freddy lore, his videos are what got me into this. To this, I think it really did a lot for the game itself. I think he Agreed. really helped put it on the map. Him and Markiplier are by the re are probably the reasons why people know about this game. And uh, or I should say franchise. Franchise. So uh, just so you know, it started as a game, then it became books, then it became more games, then it became more books, and now it's finally a film. So uh, one, shout out to Scott Cawthon. He's the creator of the franchise, and he was trying and trying and trying, and finally something took off. So uh, just so you can look at it, I'm looking at it right now on the, uh, the Peacock app. Uh, it is an hour and 49 minutes. It was made this year. It was released, what, the 25th, 27th of October? Yeah. Um, so we're still yeah. in October before Halloween when this issue is being, when this uh, episode is being recorded. Perfect little Halloween movie for yeah. everybody to watch, you know? And if you are of our age or younger, you will have more appreciation than some critics because looking at it, the critics, uh, 25%. I don't think it deserves that low. I definitely don't think it deserves that low. Viewers, 89%. But I would argue it's also a niche audience. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with that. Also, uh, it's a funny thing that uh, this came out before uh, he made that. But there was another video in which he made on the film industry and how that works for some films to have a certain critic score that is widely varied from a normal viewership score. Oh, you mean uh, Matt Pat with Game Theory? Well, well, Film Theory, excuse me. With Film Theory, yes. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those things where I never watched the movie Friday trying to get my life changed. When I, <laughs> when I watched Cocaine Bear, I knew what I was getting into. Yeah, exactly. It's a bear. There's cocaine involved. Huh? <laughs> ah. <laughs> I'm not looking for anything more than cheap laughs and move on with my life. Like, like Sharknado. There's a shark. <laughs> There's a tornado. You put them together, you get fun and excitement for the shark. <laughs> it also, that, is, that has also led to one of my new favorite sayings where we've not jumped the shark, we've made the Sharknado. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, because at this point, America just we are on a trajectory which I don't understand. Right, but uh, so that was a little bit of background as far as what is the, with the film itself. Uh, the film parts of it were shot in New Orleans and Louisiana, so that's one of the reasons you need to watch it if you're from the hometown. Got to support our people who doing the 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 makeup, 
the background, the lighting, the gaffer, all that fun stuff. So that's one reason. This and Twisted Metal, man, putting uh, putting this area on the map. Man. So <clears throat> that's going to be the fun Hollywood part. Hollywood of the South. That's going to be the fun part when we're done. Is Peacock going to be worth it now? <laughs> but uh, so let's move on to the easy thing. Uh, for the Five Nights at Freddy franchise, Rev Ross, what do you know? If you were to say, okay, I'm going into this blind, my kid wants to go, or my date wants to go, and I know nothing, what would be the quick three-sentence spoiler that gets me caught up on everything? Um, That's a start. Animatron- animatronic uh, critters gone wild in the bad way. When I think a girl's gone wild, like I said, and, and you're looking at Chica way. on the screen, right I'm not looking at Chica. I'm not looking at Chica. I've turned around. In the bad way. Do you want to turn your back to Chica? Do you want to turn your back to Chica? It's already too late. It's already too late. Um. So is that your final answer? Um. That that'd be the closest thing I could get to how I would describe like what I know about. Uh, five nights like i've been I've, I've watched a bunch of reviews of the game i've played the game a little bit it is uh cracking how many nights did you survive um i can consistently get to four Ooh. he gets further than me <laughs> he gets further uh, than me did foxy sprint down that hallway and catch you down bad Oh uh, yes, <laughs> yes. The matter of fact, matter of fact, it was like my my second time playing, uh, and I had I was checking cameras, and I checked the camera and nothing was there, and then someone was like, "Check that hallway camera again," and then all I saw was just the like that scene in um in Get Out when the dude's running straight at him. It was just you. I was like, "Yeah, I'm frightened. I can't. I can't close the door fast enough." Nope, I was dead. Yeah. So, uh, do you have a way you'd want to describe this game or I this mean, franchise? Uh, that, like he said, animatronics. The think, go ahead, brother. No, the friend. I'm, I'm sorry. I was just yeah. I was agreeing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, the fact uh, uh, just animatronics. Uh, Killing people. Um, think of the worst nightmare Chuck E. Cheese you've ever seen. And we from the South. Showbiz. <laughs> showbiz. Showbiz. And the funny part was looking at some of the interviews, Scott, because he's from, I think, Texas, if I remember right. He showbiz was a thing. So if you don't understand it, you <clears throat> first off, if it was true to true to form, it'd be celebration station for us New Orleanians. <laughs> <laughs> true. But you know, it is what it is. So as it stands, easiest way to say it is. Possessed animatronics going uh, ragged because of a crazed serial killer. Right. Who puts the souls of little children in the animatronics. How you like those apples? Yeah. That's pretty much possessed animatronics. And the funny part about it is if you watch the opening uh, animated intro, once the the first security guard finishes his living, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you're going to see, oh, there's a story right there. This is why we have the five missing. And it makes sense. Um, but with that said, let's go ahead and try and convince our brother to watch it. So let's do the easy thing. Was it scary? Was it funny? Was it frightening? Was it nerve-wracking? Were the visuals on point? 
Did you feel empathy for the main character? Did you not care the whole time? Did the little children go ahead and freak you out? Did the little sister annoy you? Did he annoy you? What you got? I mean, I really think uh, I, I I don't I wouldn't call it scary because to me it didn't really get to the scary part. Now, were there jump scares in there? Yes, there were some jump scares. There were some uh, some scenes in there, mm-hmm. but like if I'm gonna do definition of scary. Um, uh, there were some parts in VHS that scared the div- the daylights out of me um, a lot more than this. <laughs> I, I'm looking at my brother because he knows why. <laughs> we will do that another day. <laughs> but uh, yeah, as far as this is uh, this is concerned, I wasn't really scared for it. Now there were a lot of uh, high heart pounding moments. There was a lot of definitely a lot of funny moments in which in, in which I. You know, basically, how, not how much yourself. of them were contingent upon knowing this or having a base understanding of the story? Oh, do you think the story was good on the, its own? the movie? Did a good job of setting up the baseline story. It went through all the background. You don't need to play the games to get the story. And uh, it, 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 in this movie, uh, I feel as though it, it could stand on its own uh, as just you know. Uh, I, I, I don't know what you would call it exactly. I guess you wouldn't call it a slasher. You also wouldn't call it like a like a fright. Um, it's right in that middle area. I'm trying to think of what Can you help what, us out, Rev? Because I'm not the horror guy. You know that. Um, the, so, like, it's not a slasher because it feels... I don't know how many people... Slashers have like a series of people just getting murdered over and over again. So it's right. like, oh, it's like this is happening. Not this too is high more like a, uh, uh, this is more like a, uh, like not like psychological thriller, but it's definitely like a supernatural thriller yeah, with so horror with horror with horror elements. Yeah, uh, I believe from the what body, I understand. I believe the body count in the film is six. Yeah, so it's not a, a, a high body count like normally. Oh, in incorrect. Seven. Sla- normally in slasher movies, you get an extremely high uh, bounding count, and you don't get that in this movie. Um, what you do get is you get quality kills. There's there's a lot of quality kills. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you you know uh, I can't really think of any kill that was just your normal. Ooh, I'm gonna stab you with a knife. Okay, that's it. You're dead on the ground. No, no. They were cupcakes and biting and heads yes, off. I shit you not. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and argue this right now. My favorite animatronic, Rev Ross, is Chica. Chica's the one who gets all the respect. Mm-mm, you stay on that side of the room. I'm keeping my eyes on you. Uh, we made the comparison earlier that Foxy uh, is the weeping angel. Yeah, because Foxy, you can look at Foxy and see Foxy about like two blocks away. And you turn around in order to try the doorknob, and you turn back around, and Foxy got you already. Like, one of your arms is not where it used to be. <laughs> Just like in the game, when Foxy come running down that corridor, and you can't get to closed door fast enough. No, you can't. You can't. All you, you hear can't. is feet. <laughs> All you hear running full speed. <laughs> oh, no, I want nothing you got to offer. But see, Chica... Chica is the 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 best kill 
in the series. So, all right, the girl who died to Freddie, mm-hmm. that was one of those you did it to yourself. I can't help you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I'm going to stick my head into this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me put it this way. I understand that Jesus saved Daniel from the lion. <laughs> <laughs> you are not Daniel, and Jesus is not in this picture. And also, I do not remember Daniel sticking his head in the lion's mouth. It was like, oh, Mr. Lion, your teeth need brushing. <laughs> like, <laughs> are we helping you? I mean, honestly, Daniel was put in a bad situation by somebody else. <laughs> he didn't want to be in the lion's den. He was forced to be in the lion's den. Uh-huh. So, um, but... I say Chica's my favorite uh, animatronic because when Chica goes to, when the hooligans go to trash the joint, one of them runs to the control room and locks everything down. Chica and Bonnie lay the trap. The cupcake, like I said, the cupcake has arguably the most kills. (laughs) And all of a sudden, no, no. Actually, the cupcake is tied. I remember Foxy got two. Foxy got two? Yeah, Foxy got two. Cupcake got one. Cupcake got another one. Golden Freddy got one. Regular Freddy got one. I'm including the security guard as one that Foxy got. Okay, that's one. No, no, that was that was that was that was uh that was Afton. Cause that's no. Freddy cl- closing in on him. That is? That's Freddy. I, that's I, I, the first security guard. Yeah. The one where you see the 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 it looks like he's in a saw, uh, a saw um, a mini mini game. Oh, okay. That's Freddy. Oh, okay. That's All Freddy. Right. That's not Foxy. I can okay. show you. I can back up. And I show thought you. that was Foxy. No, okay. that's Freddy. Well, then yeah, then then yes, the cupcake did get the most kills. <laughs> so imagine that for a second. Imagine you played Dead by Daylight. Remember Victor and uh, uh, what's the, the the big girl's name? The the twins. Oh, the, the. oh yes. The cupcake is like Victor, except a whole lot more deadlier. <laughs> and remember gotcha. this. Name all the birds you know that has teeth in their beak. Teeth, not tooth. Not the one that you get, help them get out of the eggshell. They, they're fully grown with the bib saying, let's eat your dinner. I, I'm, I don't think any birds have t- cassowaries, maybe? <laughs> well, you know what? She's in the family now, and you about to be lunch. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm going to say it like this, and uh, Brother Wolf agreed to me. I have never seen animatronics go up to another human being and say, I like you, <laughs> and I want you. Right. Now, we can do this the easy way, and you just hitting on the door. You just hitting on the door, and it won't open. I mean, I still remember when they, and my brother mentioned, to, mentioned it to me uh, earlier on when we were talking about it. Uh, I still remember when they were talking to two of the main characters, the brother and the uh, and the sister, and then the the uh, the animatronics made sure to position themselves in between the door and them first before it got any further in order to say, oh, a- after a while, they were like, oh, they're just here to play because before that, they were making sure that they were in between the door and them getting out. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can... And the funny part is because they are children, they act like children. And so you try to relate to them on a certain level. Like, one of the things I think you'll appreciate is if you played FNAF, whichever one was in the house. I think that was three or four. 
where they had the nightmare animatronics, they started off the movie with Dream Theory. So if you're not familiar with Dream Theory, none of it's going to make sense. But, uh, and I believe you would appreciate this because of the strong ties you have to your family. The main character lost his brother to a uh, kidnapper it, like in the first front frames of the movie, he, uh, the main character Mike was like twelve, and he wasn't paying attention to his little brother for a second, and his little brother got kidnapped. No, the first three frames of the movie was the security guard, oh, and not yourself. Yeah. But after that, I'm talking about of, of the main character. Yeah, yeah, excuse me. But and it's one of those things where if you're born in the '80s, if you're like us, one of the things that you have to remember, and I had to talk to you about it. Shout out to John Walsh. Rest in peace, Adam Walsh. And if you know what I'm talking about, uh, John Walsh made a TV show because, unfortunately, his son Unsolved got Mysteries. That was Robert Stack. Oh. That was Robert Stack. Nice try. Uh, John Walsh made a TV show because his son, Adam Walsh, got kidnapped in a Sears. Yeah. And, yeah. and if you don't know the story, yeah. you can look it up. And the unfortunate part was this was kind of the narrative in the 80s where kidnapping could be a thing because nobody knew how to track anybody. You know what I mean? This was before the digital age. This was before the internet became big. This was before, like, the breakout of more digital stuff. What was the name of the show, brother? Uh, it was uh, America's Most Wanted. America's Most Wanted. So, yeah. So when you think about this movie, you have to go back in time. You don't have access to immediacy. It's one of those you're in the situation and you're stuck. If you can't run fast enough, you you got you have to get to help. Help's not coming to you. So that's one of the things that the uh, the the wayback machine helps immerse you into what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. So I, like, I think it's really a situation. America was still kind of in this innocence uh, back then because remember it was before like uh, uh, I would not agree with that at all. Well, well, well. I, uh, let me. I shouldn't say innocence. But it was before 9-11. It was before that time in which it got taken to, a, like, another level. I and still disagree. Okay. Well. Vietnam was on TV. Yes, Vietnam was on TV, but. And we're recovering from that. But at the same point in time, people kind of had the thought that Vietnam was happening over there and not here. And that's what I kind of had to I feel. would challenge you to talk to my father. I would challenge you. In my father too, but uh, what I'm what I'm saying is is that for the most part, it, we live in a different time now, and I think that after the 2000s, that time changed, and I feel as though the 80s felt like a time in which there were more kids out on the streets. Do you understand what I'm saying now? Oh, you're talking about the suburban standard. That's what I mean by in its innocence. Okay. I, when you say America, I'm thinking about the country as a whole, not no. an age group. So, yeah, be yeah. clear clear that up. But, yeah, so the movie does a great job of that because one of the opening scenes is the main character at a mall. He's obviously a mall security guard. And when's the last time you've been in a mall? <laughs> yeah, this is definitely a period piece. Yeah. Rev? Um... It's been a while, so I'm 
I don't know. I was when you said it, I was like, when, when was the last time I when was the last time I was in the mall? And I happen to know all three of us worked in a mall before, <laughs> so I happen to know. Agreed. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, there's one. There's a, a recurring theme because of the fact that he's trying to deal with the trauma of his brother being kidnapped. He perpetually puts on. He has a cassette player with nature sounds. When's the last time you used a cassette player? <laughs> this is true. <laughs> You know, That's and, fair. And this is one of those, I'm I'm wondering how many Reddit threads popped up. It's like, what was that weird device? Why did he just use his phone? <laughs> like, it's, it's, a, it's a period piece, guys. That's, that's the point. You know, like when his brother Garrett is running with the model airplane, when's the last time you had a model anything that wasn't specific to you? Like, it wasn't the standard toy. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I'm now beginning to wonder, now that you mentioned all that, exactly not uh, when the old scenes happened with his brother, but exactly when did the scenes happen that we're watching? Uh, because, like you said, the cassette player, the uh, you know, all of that stuff. When uh, when did this? When did our, our modern? Uh, what time period is the current of the movie shown? I I was looking to see exactly when they showed because we know from the games there's the bite of '83 and the bite of '87. Right. We know those are two things. But, I mean, if we could look at some of the games that were inside of it, they had asteroids and they had something else. Now, it looked like it, and I still can't confirm this because I haven't gone through frame by frame. But it looked like there was an Area 51 game in there. An Area 51 game came out way later. Right. So I can't confirm nor deny that one. But, yeah, period piece. So if you don't understand, I mean, you get it, right, Rev? I do, I do. So, yeah. So you can't run from the horror, and you, once you're there, you're there. Um, what you call it? Uh, best kill. Um, I'm gonna have to say it was probably, uh, like I said, uh, when the character was turned away from Foxy, and Foxy just you know ran up on him, got him right sure. when he was at the the gate. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, favorite character in general of the, uh, like, well, Mike, Abby, the 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 crappy lawyer. Who who's your favorite character? Mm. That's a difficult one. There's there's a few in there that I kind of like. I kind of liked Vanessa, the 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 cop character. Um, uh, I kind of uh, I kind of also liked. Um, the 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 the, door, the the sister you know uh, the little okay. girl um I, it, it was it was really kind of a toss up for me um i don't know <laughs> i'm going to argue rev ross that you're going to like mike a lot because he has strong strong familial ties a strong sense of duty and he's trying to make sure his trauma does not mess that up even though he's kind of a mess up at life like he his Say again. No, I wouldn't say nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. Okay. Um, so his little sister, Abby, because at first you think it's his daughter, but it's his little sister. <laughs> he is trying to protect her the best he can, and considering what happened with his uh, younger brother, Garrett, he does not want a repeat of that. And so Five Nights at Freddy's scares him even more, the fact that what's going on here, you know what I mean? Right. So he's doing okay. his best to make sure that does not happen again. He refuses to let that happen. So there's a, 
All right, so you'll appreciate this. You remember when there was that really, really fly chick you were dating? And like the wood, you met her older brother, and you just kind of did the circle around each other, never going ahead and keep your eyes off each other, but never interfering with personal space? Okay. Imagine if an animatronic did that to you. <laughs> First off, <laughs> if, I'm in a if I'm in a situation where an animatronic is looking at me appraisingly, I've already been to a messed up corner of whatever the world is, <laughs> and I need to be re rethinking my life choices and how I wound but, up there. But they are in between you and the door, brother. <laughs> or you and your loved one, or whatever the case may be. And I, I'm, I'll tell you right I'm now, that, uh, that... In between me and the loved one, I'm going through them. I don't, I don't care how... What you made of, big dog. I, I'm, you, you got joints just like me. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, you think that. People go in flying more than once. Without rocket propulsion. People were picked up <laughs> and no longer in the spot they once were. Backhands were strong. And sometimes they weren't even fully people anymore after they were picked up and no longer in the spot they were. Backhands were strong. That's all I'm going to say. But, uh, no, the scene I'm referring to specifically is uh, it gets to the point where Mike doesn't have a babysitter anymore, and he must bring his little sister with him. And things are going sideways, and she hears her screaming, and he's running. He is not going to let this happen. I love my family. We're not going to have a repeat. And he's running, and he sees Freddy. Now, I don't know if you realize how big the animatronics are, but if the average American Ooh. male is 5'9", five, 5'10", and this thing is a full head above you and a full body. Like, he's one of the few people you have to look up and down and left and right. You have to do the double appraise. He stopped what he was doing, got a chair, and then pretended he was menacing. <laughs> you're going to appreciate the hell out of that scene. Uh, you're going to appreciate the YouTuber cameos that happen in this. If you don't appreciate that, I will be upset with you. Uh, okay. Mm, and you brought it up before. I'm not sure if it's going gonna, it's gonna to be in the Lost episodes, but you brought up the idea of villains not doing what they need to do or not being necessary. Do you believe that the twist that was inherent to this movie was necessary considering the lore that they had or it was convenient? I think, well, if you... Uh, if you're taking the movie on its own and you don't know the lore, it's a pretty it, it, it's a it, it's a pretty impactful twist. Okay, I have a problem with it because it's one of those where I believe in cutting out the BS, and as such, I'm not sure if it's the best option. Well, the only thing is, is I think part of that is the fact that you feel that way because you already knew it was coming. That I, I think that was part of it. That might be part of it, but I'm talking about. Uh, I'm trying to not uh, say it over Mike, but uh, I don't have a pen. But uh, one person going ahead and maneuvering things, that person didn't do things as well. And when oh. when you actually watch uh, Rev Ross, then we can get back well, to that. Was uh -huh. it the same? Was that the same thing? I don't remember that being part of the 
the game. That nope. was that. Yeah, yeah. They changed some things. Yeah, up and on. You yeah, think what we phrase? Some things have not been confirmed in the game, right. and we believe things are to be separate. However, right, uh, right, it has right. been known for Scott to go ahead and troll the fans as well as backdate some things. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I think that will be something in which uh, – because that, that was interesting because I was like, oh, that's not game. You know, yeah. I, 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 when it happened, I was like, that's not, like, that's not game, you know. And, and it's so. one of those – it's supposed to stand on its own. So uh, going back to it, do you think Blumhouse did a good job of making a scary set piece? Because this is what it is. If you don't go into Freddy's, you have nothing to worry about. It's kind of like why Jason wasn't scary for most of the Friday the 13th. If I don't go to Crystal Lake, I have nothing to worry about. Chucky, he mailed himself to people. He's coming after your ass. Freddy, you go to sleep, you, you're screwed. So do you believe Five Nights at Freddy's is a great set piece by Blumhouse? Is it believable that you've been to the Celebration Station, the Showbiz, the Chuck E. Cheese? Do you, did you go back to your childhood when you were there? I did, kind of, in a little bit. Um, I, I, I was thinking more of, okay, when, when, when we worked at, uh, at, at Lake Forest, what was the name of that arcade? Aladdin's Castle? Yes. I was thinking about Aladdin's Castle. See, as someone who was in summer camps and whatnot, we went to Celebration Station. I always think of things with ticket machines. Right. That's why I don't think Aladdin's Castle. Yeah, Aladdin's Castle had ticket machines, and I not whether or not people played them. Not, not like I played that. them sometimes because you know, I mean, as a change of pace, but not as right. a standard. Right. Right. I, yeah. I I had you know little ones. So that yeah. Was. So what about you, uh, Rev Ross? Did you go ahead and do the Chuck E. Cheese Showbiz Celebration Station Bonanza? Okay. Rev? Did you? I, yeah. Did you hear the question or you need me to repeat it? No, I need you to repeat the question. Uh, when it came to, I believe that Blumhouse did great as making Freddie Freddy Fazbear's a great set piece reminiscent of Chuck E. Cheese, Showbiz, Celebration Station. All of the family fun entertainment arcade areas of old Dave and Buster's would be the new uh, analog. Did you get transported back to your childhood? By do you think you be? Do you think you would be transported back to your childhood when you see something like that, or was that not a part of your childhood in the first place? It wasn't really part of my. So I saw the commercials for those places. I went to uh, Showbiz one time as a young child, and they had to really bring me out because I, I was too freaked out by the animatronics. <laughs> like, so I can understand why the animatronics would be frightening because they've always seemed frightening to me. Like, that's like asking somebody who's, who's frightened of clowns. You know what I mean? They're like, well, I don't. They can they can totally understand why other people would find clowns scary because they've always been scary to them. Yeah. So this, to me, was just why are the animatronics? The the why was more interesting to me as I was learning about the lore, which I understand. Then what? What then? The what? Because yeah, of course, animatronics are gonna go crazy and do crazy things, 
And then with the lore, I was like, oh, it's the 80s. Of course there's going to be some stuff having to do with, like, some supernatural type stuff happening. I mean, the 80s was all about that type of stuff. I mean, that's where you get Chucky and stuff like that, so. I mean, a perfect example, they had American Horror, American Horror Story in 1984, and that was pretty, that, that, that gave me the same kind of vibe. Stranger Things, you know, you get those string, during that time period, it, it, if you look back at it, we didn't see it that way, but if you look back at it now, it could have been a kind of frightening time period, you know? Fair enough. It's, that's why I said it's one of those, as a period piece, how much does this bring you back, and how much are you, I guess, afraid of what happened? Because, like, I, um, it seemed like every time we turned around, there was some kid being kidnapped back then. Like, Amber Alerts are because of this time period, you know what I mean? So if you ever go ahead and get that annoying alert, it was stuff like this that was happening, you know what I mean? So moving, okay. so uh, moving on. So the mm -hmm. the set piece was good. Uh, I believe the main character went ahead and proved his worth. Uh, the sound was there anything that was truly remarkable to you, or was it just kind of ho hum? Because I don't remember the soundtrack is rather dismissible. Uh, at the end of the movie, they played the old school. Um, Five Nights at Freddy music. Did you catch that? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. That 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 was nice nostalgic uh, part to it. Um, also, I'm trying to remember. They had a song at the very beginning that reminded me of the old school Freddy songs too, and I can't remember. By I mean, Freddy, do you mean Kruger or? Uh, I'm sorry, the the old school A song. I'm trying to remember what it was right now, but I can't remember. Talking in your sleep. Yeah. The the yeah. one that the animatronics dance to? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, it's one of those. So because, remember, Dream Theory is a large part of this, the fact that they the song Talking in Your Sleep is played, it's all tying together. And if you know to look out for certain Easter eggs, it's that much more hilarious. So like I said, there's some YouTubers who you'll see. Uh, one of the individuals who gets attacked by the cupcake, he's wearing the Midnight Motorist T-shirt. It's just one of those. If you the, look the time, the time in which he uh, wakes up and uh, you know, right before he's a, sometimes right before he's about to get murked, the time happens where it's murked was not around in the eighties. We can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't say the other word. I, I said uh, on a, uh, I, um, but right before he was about to get unalive, they uh, <laughs> the the alarm went off for him to wake up at six o'clock, and mm -hmm. that's to that, make that's sure. It. Yeah, like, they always paid attention to the time and what he could do or what he couldn't do. Uh, uh, like I said, besides that song, though, the, the, the soundtrack was pretty dismissive, and the there was nothing really exciting about the sound effects, like the whirring or the, the chomping. There was nothing that was really... When that machine was about to be put on their faces, that was that, that little... <laughs> <laughs> that was um that that was but was uh, that more uh, the visual or was it the sound it, it it was a combination of both for for me for that for that instance. i'm forcing you to pick one 
Um, the visual definitely, uh, definitely would have been stronger than the sound on that situation. But I think the sound enhanced the visual. I'm fine with that, but I'm thinking the visual is the one that did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got visual, we got sound, we got the characters, uh, we got the idea of what's going on. Is what I feel like I'm missing something obvious when we're doing this review. Um, and like I said, Easter eggs, you just have to be on the lookout for And I don't want to ruin some of the Easter eggs because some of the Easter eggs, either you know it or you don't. Rewatchability, you don't really. Yeah. And once you get through the first set of jump scares, uh, also, I don't know if Balloon Boy has the best jump scares in the entire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the, at the, did you watch the end credits scene? Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, that, I I think that might be some of the best uh, jump scares that they actually had in the movie. It was Balloon Boy, yeah, and he he technically didn't have a body count <laughs> that we know of. That <laughs> we know. That yeah, we know. He may have had a body count. We just don't know. We'll find out for uh, because we'll we find know, out in part two. We we know the way they they ended it. There's going to be a part two. There's right. going to be a part two. Like, Rev, this is one of those, you're not going to be surprised. You're going to say, okay, cool. But I will say this, and this is unfortunately a spoiler. There is a spring lock failure. There's two of them. And it's what you wanted to see. (laughs) And it's one of those, oh, oh, poor baby. Oh, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm going to close my eyes and peek. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah. (laughs) And you know exactly what I'm talking about. You'll appreciate the hell out of that one. I know you will, Rev Ross. All right, all right. So, I'm curious about it because right, so I was I was curious about the lore to begin with, but it's I'm curious. I will say that my curiosity has been piqued. Okay, so the the easy thing is this: you could go and pay for the matinee, or you could just go ahead and if you have Peacock, watch it on Peacock, and remember the the Peacock. Uh, uh, lineup was rather lackluster, but now looking at the Peacock lineup, there's the Continental, mm-hmm. there's Twisted Metal, mm-hmm. there is Five Nights at Freddy's, right? There is Super Mario Brothers movie, right? That's four things. That's at least a week's worth of watching. That's Peacock worth a, is coming in strong, man. That's a free trial. That's <laughs> worth a free trial. I was actually looking at what Peacock has uh, has available there, to there it. Was, Peacock there was also. Something. The, uh, the, there was something else I noticed too. Go uh, ba- back out and go to because there was something else I noticed that I was like, oh, that's on Peacock now. Uh, Vampire Diaries, yeah. Vampire Diaries for people that love uh, you know, the vampire stuff. Oh, besides the fact that oh yes, WWE is on there too well, for people weird. that like re- uh, you know, th- it's not just for me. It's for people that like wrestling. There's a lot of people out there that like wrestling these days. So uh, uh, Rev Ross, I- just so you know. Chucky is on Peacock. The series, I realize that now. Yes. Also, I was just looking at uh, what they just added. Um, they added my favorite uh, sitcom, Scrubs. Oh, is it yeah. on there? Yeah, Scrubs is on there now. Fair enough. Uh, the new Quantum Leap is on there, which I'm interested in. Uh, the remake of uh, uh, Fresh Prince, Bel Air is on there. Oh. The Dramedy. Uh, and there's a show called that I've been watching the the previews for called Found that I thought was interesting. 
Oh, Donnie Darko, the director's cut is on here. I'd watch Donnie Darko again. But it'd have to be with people. Uh, Resident Alien and Psych is on here. That's two. There was something else I saw that I would definitely want to watch again. Uh, I mean, you can watch Sunday Night Football on here, so that's a plus. For all the football fans. Oh, uh, they have Strays. That's something I did want to watch because I want to see. One of the, I know why I'm looking at the scene, and I know exactly why the hell you said that. <laughs> I mean, I like Jamie Foxx. I've liked, I've, I've liked Mr. Bishop since Wanda. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know. Um, the new Saved by the Bell. Uh, the that was done with lots of silence. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm not really sure how I feel about that. I saw the first episode. I was one of those people that wanted to watch the first episode Wait, Saved by the because Bell? of yeah nostalgia purposes. But after I watched that first episode, um, I realized it was just that as me looking for uh, nostalgia in a place in which it, it, it really wasn't. I mean, you look back at Saved by the Bell <laughs> and you realize that Zach was just an ass and he just acted like that to all his friends. <laughs> and you realize that when you look back at Saved by the Bell. That's, that, that's just it. You're not wrong. <laughs> well, I like, I don't know what it was back then during that time. We thought, oh, Zach is a cool guy and everything like that. Now, looking back, we realize he really did that to, all, to his high school friends. Why? <laughs> is it no longer on there? I don't see it up here. Oh, it must be gone now. Probably because he's so garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't see it. And this is, what's today's date? Uh, the 28th. No. The, uh, the 29th. Sorry. So, yeah, on the 29th, we couldn't find it. So either it's operator error or it's no longer there. But I will say at this point, uh, Peacock is worth at least a week trial. Definitely. Um, so, therefore, you've got some stuff that you could watch on Peacock. I don't know what your current uh, streaming services are, but there's some overlap or underlap you could do. I mean, it, it, it's not going to, uh, to me, it still won't outpace Hulu or YouTube TV to me, but it, it's definitely closing in that gap as opposed to where it and the other apps were before. Like, it is definitely like a... Uh, a top three right now I, yeah i would put it in my it, it it for me it's top three right now so what is your top three my top three is hulu youtube tv and peacock huh that's my top three what's your Stream. top three rev ross oh i'm streaming services yeah y'all gonna laugh at me Crunchyroll. uh <laughs> Uh, uh, you're not wrong. Crunchyroll, Dropout TV, and uh, Hulu. What the hell is Dropout TV? Mm. I know what Dropout TV is. Why am I so ignorant? Um, uh, the kids that did, the kids that did, um, uh, Funny or Die. No. Okay. Uh, what is it? Uh, College of 
uh, what is it, college? It was oh, the one, God, I can't remember. It was the drugged out Mrs. Fizzle. I cannot describe it any other way. <laughs> a drugged out Mrs. Fizzle? <laughs> I cannot describe no, it. No, was, it was, it's like uh, the, the kids that did college humor. Okay. Yeah. Like all of those. They created their own that, kind of. They created their own. They created their own thing, and they all. And it's it's cool. It's it's like it's five bucks. I get to watch cool D and D content and some other cool uh, improv content with the stuff I'm interested in, and um, yeah. Okay. Well, learn me something. Uh, I want to put Netflix as my number one. But because I can't log in because I'm no longer part of the household, because one of the things that made Netflix good is that what? When you pay for it, there's no tier of ads or no ads. You pay for it, you get no ads. And that was awesome. But now because mm -hmm. I'm not part of the household for whatever reason, even though I've been part of it forever, I uh, have to drop it. So I'm going to have to say Hulu is number one for me. I understand that. And I'm about to get rid of I'm about to get rid of Hulu. Hulu's only number one because I technically get Disney Plus with it. <laughs> so I really should I should really just say not Hulu, just Disney Plus. Because I've just I've been watching more Disney Plus Crunchyroll and Dropout than anything else. Well the other good thing is this is that considering we typically go on binges, we just cancel everything and then re refresh it up for the next month. You know, it's like, okay, I'm done watching, if you say Dropout, I'm done watching Dropout, I want to go ahead and watch this, and I reactivate my Hulu, and that's it. Yeah. I and mean, I mean, honestly, with the way, with the way Hulu and Netflix and them are, have been raising their prices, yeah, they're probably going to the, uh, get the axe next. And that's the and thing. And I'll, I'll have to figure out Disney Plus on some other situation. Which leads to my next question. Uh with Peacock being the low man on the totem pole, they need to peep their prices low to be competitive. But how long will that last? Mm. That's a very good question, sir. I mean, looking at it, uh, let's not... I, I mean, y'all don't watch it, but a good deal of America does as far as WWE is concerned. So WWE Network used to cost nine ninety nine. Mm -hmm. Peacock costs is fourteen ninety nine. You're paying five dollars for everything else in that situation. Think about that. Yeah, but WWE has uh, so that's just WWE. But doesn't AEW go under someone else? Well, AEW so like, you watch off of YouTube TV um, or whatever your your um, your streaming. Uh, whatever that happens to be it, it, it's uh, available from tnt or tbs uh uh network uh app or whatever that is so it's not technically on any of the major streaming networks yeah so yeah that i'm not i'm not sure about any of that right now. I know that I'm gonna be getting rid of one of the ones I currently pay a lot of, pay a lot to, just cause it's, I don't watch it as much. Netflix is probably the, the first one that's gonna go cause I really rarely watch Netflix. I have to like get the urge to watch a movie that happens to be on Netflix and then I'll, then I'll look at it. 
Fair enough. So, with that said, do you have any general questions or any spoiler questions that you want us to answer about the movie before we go ahead and wrap this up? Um. Not really. I was, it sounds interesting enough. I'm, if I was, if I can get a free trial for a weekend and then some, some time off, I'll go ahead and take a look at it. It's probably going to have to wait till after holiday season because of work, but I get a free trial for a weekend and some time off. I'll, I'll binge it. Fair enough. Uh, so with that said, the next... <laughs> the look, the squint that they give, like... <laughs> Oh, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> We're watching the scene where the hooligans are destroying the uh the uh the the diner and the the young man wearing the midnight motorist shirt who gets uh snatched and uh Chica looks over <laughs> and gives the evil eye squint. Oh no. We know what's coming for you. And it ain't nothing healthy. Ain't nothing healthy. You ever seen a big man run? As fast yes. as you can. <laughs> as fast as humanly possible. <laughs> and you're like, you're not going to make it. You know that, right? It's like yep. one of my favorite, most messed up Marvel, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Marvel moments in the Marvel zombies when the zombies were chasing after the blob. <laughs> oh. <laughs> exactly. So uh, besides the fact that... Uh, this dude's not going to make it. He's not going to be in Rush Hour 3. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give it a quick total. Go ahead and give it a summation. What you got? Um, I'm going to give it a 7.5. Okay. Well, well tell Rev why, what you say, what you don't say. Uh, it checks a lot of the, uh, the, the spots for entertainment value. Um, it, it gets my blood ramping. But when I think of, like, the greats as far as this genre is concerned. Well, you and, didn't even define the genre and, and, and that's the other thing is it's very difficult to define exactly what horror genre this is in. I'm, I'm pretty sure it is in a horror uh, category. I'm just not sure which horror category it's in. Well, we know supernatural and, minimum, so, you know. Yeah. But, but that might be it. I, I I might say that would be uh, the supernatural genre of horror, um, like I'm thinking something along the lines of maybe Poltergeist or something along the lines of like a recent version of that or something like that. Uh, that's where I would put it, you know. Okay. That and uh, Y and B. <coughs> I'm going to give it two ratings because it's for two separate people. If you're an outsider, you're going to be like, eh, this all don't work. So it gets like a 5.75. You know what I mean? Not quite a 6. Just because there's some things that's just like that twist doesn't work or it doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? But it's the small details that it's kind of like how the Marvel movies, you know enough of this character that you don't have to reintroduce them. But if you don't know them, it doesn't matter because you could just accept it for what it is. Because there's a supernatural element, some of the stuff you need explaining because we don't know it's supernatural until it's too late. You know what I mean? And then we don't know what's real, what's not real, etc. and so forth. If you're a fan of the series, 7.75. Because there are the Easter eggs. You can see the care 
you could see the only thing I think they're really missing is more kills. And not because I want it to be gruesome per se, but this didn't feel dangerous to me. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. But as a whole, even in the games, there aren't a lot of kills per game. Um, it kept actually, that's about the normal body count on the game. Unfortunately, it, 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 um, and uh, um, unfortunately, on the games, it has a lot to deal with children. Yeah, uh, being, be, you know, be, because of the. But, but uh, uh, it, it does keep in line with the body counts of the games, actually. Um, the problem is, is that a lot of the stuff is done off screen or in lore or, you know, so the body counts are higher than you realize because I'm more lore oriented because I've sat down and actually looked on the Reddit threads and whatnot. He's like, oh, this is really interesting how he tied it together and made it sure to go through it. Like, my biggest argument about Five Nights at Freddy's is this. The initial game, and correct me if I'm wrong, gentlemen, the initial game is you're a security guard. You are sitting at an office, and you can look left, you can look right. If you look left, you see the left door. There's a button that says door, which causes the door to slam, and the light, which turns the light on in that corridor. If you look to the right, there's a right uh, door and a right light button, and it turns makes the door slam on that side and the light turn on that side. Then in front of you are the cameras where you can go ahead and look and see where the animatronics are. Your goal is to go ahead and live from midnight to 6 a.m. and make sure the animatronics don't get in the office. If you press the light on or have the door forcibly closed, you drain your battery power. Once your battery power is drained, you're at the mercy of. And you just hear. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that a pretty fair assessment? Uh, yeah, you do get like. You, you, so you are monitoring your battery power because you only get that that much power for the whole night. And you got to like make it work. Yeah, you have. So it, it is it is resource conservation to the highest degree. Now, the point that I think everybody needs to realize and why it's so scary is, OK, if you're from this time period, murderous animatronics, you said, you just said yourself, Rev Ross, you had to be snatched out because you had no part of that nonsense whatsoever. So if we know they're murderous and you saw it with your own eyes, why did you come back? Yeah. Why did you come back? What is coming? What, what is bringing you back to go deal with this? Well, why are you trying to go ahead and put your life on the line? Actually, in the movie, the way in which they did it, it made a lot more sense. It, it really did. Like uh, it, the, it, the way in which they, they 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 had his motivation for why he would come back, that made sense as opposed to in the game. Yeah, it made no sense for a little job that I'm getting paid such and such bucks an hour. Minimum wage. I'm not coming back and dealing with this stuff. I'm not coming back and dealing with this stuff. But for his reasoning. In the movie, that made sense. Yeah, so I agree with that as well. And it's one of those, until the lore got expanded upon, yeah, it was like I think initially it was supposed to be a troll because that's what the one thing Scott does. But uh, once you expand upon it, it makes more sense. But initially, nah. So I'd say if you're just going, if you're looking to waste your time and your significant other or whatever likes it, just go see it. You'll get a chuckle or two, and it's no big thing, especially if you're watching at home on the uh, the thing that's already free. If you're a fan of it, go see it. Because if you're a fan of it, you were meant to see it in the first place. You know what I mean? This is like watching yeah. the 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 when the symphonies do 
uh, some of the famous Nintendo songs. You know what I mean? This is when you got to see Super Mario Brothers, uh, the good one, not... <laughs> peaches, 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 peaches. <laughs> you know, uh, when <clears throat> I, I did not get to see it in theaters, but when Cap beat Thanos with Mjolnir, I heard the supposed audiences went crazy because they were waiting for this moment. The buildup was worth the payoff. And so I'd say yes. If you are a fan of the series, there's a reason why I got 89%. But if I have to say what my favorite scene in the movie is, if you go to... uh, 44.02. 44.02 is my favorite scene in the movie. And you're going to know why. Because you're going to be like, ah. <laughs> so, with that said, uh, oh, things are falling. Bad studio. So, you're curious, what would go ahead, what could we say to put you over the edge? Rev? Yeah, I'm here. What could we say to put you over the edge? What would be the thing to say that I'm not just curious about it. It's something to waste time if I have nothing else to watch. What says I need to watch this right now? Like I said, since since I was really, since I was really big in the lore, it would have to be an interesting representation of that lore or like, um, the way that it, it presents the information expands upon the lore itself. You well, know what I mean? Well, it's this, unless they decide to tie it all together, I believe it's supposed to be its own entity. So treat it as such. Although I have to say that people were initially thinking the books and the games were a separate entity, but later on they found the connection in between the two. Well, they used it to go ahead and show the general idea or the theory, not to say that this is an exact how it went, but this is the analog and you can follow through. It would not surprise me if they connected this. It would not surprise me if they connected Agreed. the movie to Because, I mean, think about game. it like this. You have now made it to the <laughs> major screen under a major distribution network. If you can get enough people to watch this, you can get greenlit for a second one. And we've said it before, Blumhouse does great horror. This is part of the reason why I watched this movie. It was filmed in New Orleans. It's a, a franchise I've been following for a while now. It's 10 years in the making, and Blumhouse did it. I'll give it a go, especially because it was free. Uh, so if I paid money for it, I don't think I'd be upset, but I don't think I'd be happy. Okay, that's fair. So, yeah, so it's one of those, I believe it's the w- worthwhile waste of time it is. I believe there'll be a few moments where you might spit out your beer if you're drinking. But other than that, it's a enjoyable waste of time. I agree with that. Enjoyable waste of time. I mean, you could be doing your taxes. That's a waste of time, but it is nowhere near enjoyable. That's fair. So with that said, uh, um, go ahead, go ahead, Rev. No, I was gonna just do the same thing you. I think you were about to do. Okay. Well, fair enough, brother. Wolf, you have anything you want to add? No, sir. I think it's closing time. All right. So, Rev, what's your final uh, verdict to, to to everybody in podcast land? Uh, sounds like if you got the time to go watch it, go watch it. 
my brothers here aren't uh aren't the biggest fans of like wasting wasting time so if it's an enjoyable waste of time grab some popcorn waste a couple hours fair enough so with that said this is why nb collins i'm joined with brother wolf and of course by satellite our favorite our other brother we have rev ross Hopefully we reviewed this for you so you can go ahead and enjoy. Hit us back. Let us know if you do like it, dislike it. Feel free to support the podcast. But remember, we love you much. And Season three. <laughs> and watch out. Avoid Freddy's. <laughs> With more explosions. Thank you for listening to the Benchmark Podcast, a product of Benchmark Media, LLC. We would like to remind our listeners that the views and opinions expressed in this review are strictly the views and opinions of each individual and does not reflect the stance of Benchmark Media. Any opinion stated is not to be construed as professional advice or help. Our intro and outro music is Acid Trumpet by Kevin McLeod, licensed under the Creative Commons. Remember to contact us at therealbenchmarkpodcast at gmail.com or our website, www.therealbenchmarkpodcast.com. You can follow us on social media, on Facebook or Instagram. And if you'd like to be a friend of the show, you can donate to us via our PayPal and buy Collins a drink.